today. Alyssa and Adam from Phantom stopped by. Uh, thank you for coming and hanging out. Julia, if you're listening or watching, I appreciate you hooking us up. Cause, uh, yes, thank you, Julia. Dude, Ooh. these tunes are bomb. And oh, we, can, thanks, man. We, can, we can get right into it. Um, you know, especially from being in Philadelphia, I've never heard the band before. Um, it's not relatively new. Uh, you guys were on a three-year hiatus? For yeah, a little that's bit? true. That's wild. Yeah. Crazy, right? <laughs> so what, like, not getting into specific details, but um, was it the pandemic that kind of, like, brought things back together in a way? Or? It's like uh, a yes and no, right? Yeah. You take it. You take it. <laughs> um, I, I, we had gotten back together, played a few shows, started the band back up, and the pandemic hit. We yeah. just always get a shitty hand, man. <laughs> we uh, we sold out Ortlieb's, and then we played the Fillmore Foundry, and that was sold out. And then literally, like, three days later, it was, like, full-on pandemic. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And That's it, like, a- it stopped, like, everything we had planned. So it was, like, a bummer, but it is what it is. Yeah, maybe it could have been a blessing in disguise. Yeah, especially when you're selling out the Fillmore you know that's a that's a massive venue. I think that the cap room's like what, like a little over five, six hundred people. I think I can't remember. I've only been there I once. It, I, I think it was like five twenty or something. Yeah, like that. that seems was, relatively off- close. And Adam, you were saying off the record, like, dude, you're from California. Like, you're living in California, but are you there originally? Because uh, essentially, the band's from Philadelphia, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I was. I lived in New Hope, Pennsylvania, forever, oh, and then. Um, yeah, and then I I moved out to California, and like we we discussed this as a band, and like we're like, oh, I think it's gonna be great, and like, you know, so it, so far it's actually been awesome. So, you know, uh, <laughs> where do you want to take that, Alyssa? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, what the hell else are we doing? We can't like yeah. practice anyway. <laughs> we're not playing shows. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of cool to like. I've never been to California um, up until like Adam and moved out there and like with the studio session booked and everything. And like, that was my first time, like back in November, you know, yeah. and this is kind of like in the, you know, the nitty gritty of like this pandemic. And like, I think we kind of kept rolling because we had this like serious, serious, like drive to get back and like playing shows and like, you know, this urge to put out like new music. And it's just like, when it comes to like a halt, you know, yeah. we kind of just kept going and it like, just by chance that all this happened and like unfortunately like you know this is obviously terrible um what happened and um but i think we just kept rolling with it and we had a lot to say as a band um because we were kind of vacant for three years Mm -hmm. we just want to get back to where we were you know yeah yeah so this this kind of bought us a lot of time and you know and i think we we thought a lot about next moves and i think we we went through the ringer with this band <laughs> and I, I i think just adam alone like moving to la like it kind of set this fire under our asses where it's just like let's go now like yeah, let's it's, go it's like, time <laughs> it's time no, that's know? good no you found you found that specific spark that kind of just lit the fire and it's like you know what oh I'm yeah keep going like sure. now is our time to do something like that especially i yeah, mean yeah. like dude i mean some hard hitters that you're doing 
working with and all this such like dude Courtney Ballard is a massive producer out in California and uh if people don't know of his work I mean he's done water parks uh he did Pink Elephant uh by Stan Stan Atlantic which is one of my top five uh albums of 2020 and <laughs> it, the the names just go on dude so yeah I like mean, five seconds to summer and like oh Jesse J and dude. it's like the, the Peach Club, Love, like Peach yeah. Club Everosa, like man yeah so it's safe to say <laughs> Phantoms is not fucking around like you guys no. are really <laughs> hitting the nail on the head with that one what came to a decision i mean have you worked with him previously um in, in a uh, sense or honestly like uh the other guitar player Macau, who unfortunately couldn't be here today uh i was like yo like if you could go to any producer who would it be he said courtney ballard so i i hit up his management i hit actually hit him up personally and um and he was like, yeah, like, I love the band. Like, your singer's got pipes. And then he set it up with his management, and that was it. And we were there for, I think, two weeks total. And, like, we split it up. It was, like, yeah. one week at a time. So, And we just did a five-song EP with him. And it's, like, honestly, dude, it's, like, the best stuff we've ever done. And it's it's so fresh. And mm. it's just, it's just, like, everything we love about music, like, in these songs. So we're really excited about it. No, that's fantastic. Are you are you taking um, kind of some old roots from the singles that you've released over the couple of years into this EP, or are you kind of experimenting with what the evolution of Phantoms is becoming? I'm gonna let Alyssa take that one there. <laughs> um, so so um, let's let's just rewind back to 2015 <laughs> when we started as a as a band. I was already playing in a project and. I met Adam through a Facebook message. Essentially, uh, my cousin was at a thing one night and she was just like, you have to hit this kid up. He's looking for a singer for this band. Like, you got to get on board with him. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, and I woke up to this message from this kid. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, like, this kid's coming in. Like, hot fire, man. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and so um, he was basically like, Listen, I have studio time booked. Like, I don't have a singer for this band that I'm in. Like, oh no, just... I, I did have a singer. Oh, you did have a singer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't, I didn't um, like, like it. Yeah, you didn't like. It. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they had already had time booked at the studio for what two weeks at Voodoo, and he was like, "Let's get together. I want to see what you got." Just forwarded me an instrumental, and I started writing to it, and that that was one of the first songs we had put out. The entire album, Phantoms, that we recorded at Voodoo was an instrumental that I just wrote in a matter of weeks. So this new stuff is essentially like this band in full effect. Mm -hmm. For once, you know what I mean? Like and that we wrote it as a band. Out. Yeah, yeah that, that, that record didn't even come out. So. Dude, that's, that's wild. Right. I'm, I'm stoked yeah. for it. I mean, considering the fact that... Um, uh, the the one recent acoustic single we had, uh, Carabelle, is that I'm pronouncing yeah. that correctly? Yeah, dude, yes. like that also hit a hundred thousand, you know, views over YouTube and such. So I mean, the the quality and the well rounded structure of the writing of the music is there. It's just you know, wow, like what what like I'm sure you have some kind of PR plan to like really put that out there and like market it a certain way and such. If that if, if that hasn't already been thought out in a way. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all like. I mean, we're sh we're shooting a, a video. What's the the first week of July? Uh, the twelfth, yeah. The twelfth, yeah. It's, I guess this, that's the second week. Well, we're shooting a video for this new single, and the, I'm gonna drop the name. It's gonna be called Paper Flowers, and uh, I sent it to you. 
Yeah, and we're shooting really a music. Fucking good. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks. So we're shooting the music video for that, and then there's just gonna be like this. You know, we, we're working with some people on like how we're gonna roll that out, and um, what is it? I think we're looking at August or something, or like maybe early little, August. Yeah, early August, I think. End for of the July. release. Yeah. End of July. End of July would be ideal, but just, yeah. You know, let's I, see. Let's I see. I keep getting that wrong, but it's, it's, it's that, and, that, and that's just the thing right now. It's just like, man, you got to play your cards right. Correct. You know, it's like you can have the best song ever, but like you throw it out there with nothing behind it and like no drive, it's just a yeah. fart in the wind. You know, fart in the wind. Mm-hmm. it is. There's no content back in it. There's no music video. There's yeah, no that's that's more important nothing. than like a good song right now. You yeah, know? you need to follow it up. I mean, people, I mean, that's essentially what I've discussed on the podcast before. There's the music business and then there's the music. And one has nothing to do with the other. And essentially, it's crazy to think that um, fans or people who are, you know, still trying to figure out like how this industry works. Um, a lot of people know how it works, but you have to have a timeline of of release and interviews and content. Because also when, you know, Phantoms releases music videos, it's there's definitely like a, a certain like aesthetic or a vibe or some kind of like very like artistic atmosphere around each release too and that's what you also have to take into consideration you know yeah. it's very pleasing not only is the song great like backburner like although that song is fantastic the visuals of that music video kind of just like makes you want to like watch it through its entirety you know what i mean oh awesome so, that's great yeah. to hear thank you man yeah absolutely so i just and that's, I, that's, a, that's a lot to say nowadays you know what i mean <laughs> yeah just just sit there and like for, for real like for over two minutes mm-hmm. to, like you know what i mean hone in like watch something for over <laughs> two minutes is a lot now you know and that's why it's very important for us like visuals are just that's something we take pride in you know no, i would too and you've got you've you've played massive shows like bb and t amphitheater and you saw yeah. the film more i mean i've only had that experience once when we um played a show on warp and it was the the crowd was filled but um dude the, uh, how do you get those opportunities <laughs> as, <laughs> as such a you know as such a at a prominent you know local radio station at 1045 like that's 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 pretty incredible to pull and obviously the music speaks for itself that's that's i'm sure most of it but how do, yeah, how yeah. do you go about those opportunities if people are like interested in getting on those types of shows I mean, honestly, you can, you just have have to have good music and like don't be afraid to like reach out to these people mm. and like because nothing's like nothing's out of reach. It really isn't. Like if you can think it, like you can make it happen. And like I don't know, I think like that's kind of where it came to. And it's like, you know, people like the music. We we got put on the show and um, it was like the best ever. And I think we played in front of fifteen thousand people. Right? Oh it was, yeah, like, easily. It's something crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. I, I think that was our motto, like, forever. Just because we had gone through so many people who were just like, well, I don't get it. I don't understand. And it's just like, I can't categorize this where it's at right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like, man, like, if you just stand up and just, like, hit people up and just, like, keep pushing, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. People yeah. are scared. That People are intimidated by, like, um radio stations or just just like how we got like the Courtney Ballard thing it's just like man like it's not out of reach like if you want it you go get it yeah. you know you just, just have to go just hit them up see what happens and like if it's good people will support it and they will want to work with you 
Yeah, they take into consideration. I there's been a couple guests on the show where early on through you know their industry career, um, they would DM certain you know industry professionals, and what do you know? They got back to them, and <laughs> there's your open door. Like start yeah, there you know, go. Walk, walk in and start going to work. So it it basically can be that simple, you know. Yeah, um, no, it is. I mean, like we didn't do anything through email, through conversation of booking. This, this has all been DM'd, so <laughs> which honestly yeah, is more convenient. Yeah. It makes it easier. I mean, but yeah, that's what yeah, it is real. nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. it is, and that that's point of contact. And then you just have to go with the, the motions, you know. And and it's it's ever changing. And like, don't get me wrong, I, I thought like Instagram was still popping. Like I don't I know. know how you get my yeah. study. You set my TikTok game up now, and it's just like yeah. you don't know it's gonna revert back to Instagram or Facebook and where to. You know, promote more of your ads into something. It's just like you know, and that and that's the thing about this industry is like you don't. There is no right answer because it changes wait. every yeah. other week. Yeah, yeah. Wait for MySpace to come back. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> have my top five friends with my music. That's just you know, the poison by a bullet for my Valentine. Like that's up on yeah. the profile. <laughs> shit, yeah. dude. I like that. Cool. <laughs> oh my god no Alyssa, you're right because i remember one year there's a conference i go out to in lancaster it's called launch music conference um yeah. fantastic fucking you know uh opportunity for anybody in the industry regardless of what your profession is or what you're aspiring to be it's it's all relative to the music industry but i remember one year they were you know you sit on these uh what do you call them like panels yeah you sit on yeah, these yeah. panels and they're saying sure. like all right, in order to get on a tour package, you need a good presence on social media. Everybody's like, okay. literally the next year, they're like, oh, you need good Spotify numbers. Yep. Within yep. a matter of a year, your yeah. opportunity is completely changed through sure. something like that. So, and is it TikTok now? I mean, there have been a lot yeah. of bands that have been blowing up on TikTok. Very true. It's Huge. like every, Huge every band. like, I don't know. I feel like every month it's something different because it's like, oh, you got to work on your Spotify numbers. Oh, you got to work on your TikTok numbers. And it's like, what's it going to be next? Like, right. are the are the days of just being good over, though? It's weird. Mm, that is interesting to put into that perspective. Um, I think it's just whatever catches the eye first, because the TikToks I make, it's it's basically showcasing different types of bands in a genre making playlists, but they're only getting five seconds of a chorus, mm-hmm. which is like how you that's what the catchiest part of 99% of the songs are. Yeah. Don't yeah. bore us. Get to the chorus. Yeah. And I feel yeah. if, I, if I post something else, it's really hard to wrap them in. And then the algorithm comes into play. Like if the first uh, percent of people that follow you do not engage with it, it does not get pushed to the for you page. It's a whole thing. I, but yeah, dude, I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Like you got hate for just posting about, you know, john mayer and it wasn't really john know, mayer know, like that's so that's dumb true. like it's a joke it is man right? it, it is because and 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 the thing that cracks me up man is just like people's time frames are just getting shorter and shorter when it comes to like engaging and it's like if you don't give me something in 15 seconds yeah and that's like that's a tall order especially as like a musician nowadays mm-hmm. and it's just like man like and that, that's like the ultimate thing, right? Isn't that like the Max Martin quote? Is like you have three seconds as like a, an artist to like Isn't engage with somebody. And like it's ringing true and truer than ever now mm-hmm. as with, with how like social media platforms are like strategized and like all that stuff. It's just like it's crazy. And it, it, it's how do you make a, a how do you make a presence nowadays? Yeah, yeah. It's like the last Rob like, Zombie record every single 
and every song I think it was like two minutes. That was it. Like mm-hmm. he had a song that was like a minute and forty five seconds, and that was a single. It's like nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. That's like the <laughs> my friends in Action Adventure. They they posted a song on TikTok. It was a minute long. It wasn't intentional for because that's the longest you can post on there. Now it wasn't uh-huh. intentional. It had a great message, and the music's great in general. Like it, it, you know, it, it was crazy how viral it went but it just it just fit perfectly and then boom there you go like it's just sometimes things work in mysterious ways to really uh-huh. get people to engage and yeah such a quick response and TikTok's everything like is that. so fast-paced man it is no it's wild and if you you know I, if you hop on the train too quick enough you might miss it you know what i mean like yeah it, it, it's true and it's just like man it's like by the time you hop on the train sometimes like it might be going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's, <laughs> that's over. Which is important to always just like, which I feel that we're doing is like, just just kind of write music that makes you happy and like don't chase trends and like at least the music aspect. Like I'm really all about that because mm-hmm. like we've been told numerous times like, oh you should do this and you guys need to sound like this and it's mm-hmm. like nah dude like that ain't us like mm-hmm. let's just be us. You literally yeah. need to create music that makes you. Th- first of all, you're enjoying the music that you're creating, and it makes you happy when you play it live, and it means something to you. Like if it, if that doesn't do anything, you just become a, a shelf life of a band where you yeah. you you do cookie cutter kind of music and generic music, and just take riffs from other places, and you have a shelf life. Yeah, basically it. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. And like, and 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 I've even gone to the extent of just like researching, like one of the things I was just talking to Adam about, like earlier today it was just you know i i'm a very big listener for um and the writer is by like ross golan mm-hmm. um and he just interviews like really solid songwriters you know in the industry and it's just like man like even the cookie cutter stuff is hard to write you know oh, yeah absolutely and it's just like there there's a science and a, a method behind all this stuff and it's just like it doesn't make pop music bad no. that it's on the radio or you know i just th- there really is a method to writing these hit songs and it's just mm-hmm. like you can just you can chase trends you can do whatever you want but like pop music is going to be a pop song and it's it's so it's so hard to write man it's mm-hmm. so hard which it's is so like, hard i don't think they're like i love pop music and like sometimes you get a lot of like crap for being like oh that's that's like top 40 i can't believe you like that and it's like yeah it's unbelievable i love that stuff that makes me feel good (laughs) yeah dude it gets the you know the serotonin flowing what do you mean i don't know what to tell you (laughs) i mean i've obviously i i've been an angsty teen been like oh well i don't even listen to the fucking radio like anything (laughs) on the radio trash and then (laughs) and then fast forward like 15 years later like me still Yeah, and like me still trying to pursue music and actually appreciating every little aspect that goes behind these songs that actually hit and that are, you know, charted and stuff. And it's just like, man, like for every single person that hates, it's just like, well, if it's easy, then you do it. Yeah, because it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. Everybody at all. No, I mean, well, everybody's gonna be especially go especially in the in. Growing up in like the rock scene and going to shows and you know I'm I've had my fair share of like best friends who like fronted like screamo bands and like the early two thousands and I was there like yeah fuck everybody else like this is all that matters and it's like man I think everybody kind of gave up 
Hmm. You know, I think no, a lot I of people gave up in that scene. And it's just like, yo, if you want to make it, then just go, just keep going and like actually pay attention and, and, and focus in on like why songs are so great and like why are they getting charted and and why TikTok is so relevant and like why social media platforms are like so important. You know, it's bigger than music now. And yeah, and you kind of have to like fill every single pocket. You know, and those bands like or these artists that give up, it's just sometimes it's really hard to take criticism when you start yeah. going to, to the professionals. Like I remember like our album uh, the, with Poeta, dude, I was such I was beating myself up so bad because I wasn't taking into consideration what our producers were saying. Mm. And I sat down yeah. took a breath, couple breaths. I was like, all right, I want to hear this guy out. and I'm going to follow his lead because he's the professional. It, yeah, it's like I, I, you know what I mean. Sure. Like, and some people sure. can't do that. You know, like it's cool to like, you know, fucking show off at like certain parts of the song where like some sick solo just comes out of nowhere. But if you're doing it through the entirety of the song, dude, like you're not grabbing yeah. anybody's ears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, depending, depending on what you choose to make, you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. and, and I think we experimented a lot with the first album, and like that whole entire thing didn't even come out. You know, yeah. we didn't write it as a band or whatever. But it's like. That came out, me writing over instrumentals, and people just didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. And you like know? now we kind of tailor, we tailor everything to like, what's going to support Alyssa's voice? Like, it's mm. not like, guitar parts, like, so sick. It's, um, it's like, no, like, the, the voice and the melody of that is the most important part. So it's like, as like, playing guitar and bass, it's like, you have to support the vocal and like that's super super important like also like super simple drums like mm -hmm. simple parts but like good parts and, right you know. exactly i I've, I've learned that as well i mean it's crazy because everything that you're saying like we've been implementing uh into new music but like there's also music that's out there like that especially like sometimes simple is good it doesn't have to be complicated uh -huh. like obviously you have you know progressive instrumental bands out there that just shred for like seven oh, yeah, minutes straight yeah. but like and which is awesome sure that's a, yeah that's and, that's a, and that's, that's a different world yeah yeah 100%. exactly so 100%. it's great that you know we can take into consideration and like that's why i it was so easy to like not only watch your music videos but sit down and listen to it for mm -hmm. uh, like like you know like i can go through your discography very easily because the structure is there so it's it's that's how you really engage on a listener for that especially Alyssa when you're carrying your vocals and such like that yeah. kind of you want to have that really breathe and give that so much room to any listener that's sure and 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 even um even I think for um writing to that album specifically back when we did in 2015 at Voodoo it was like man I was just writing over instrumentals man and it's just I think I gave too much and mm -hmm. there wasn't enough focus on how can I make this vocal stand out or how can I make this chorus pop? Yeah. How sure. can how can the verse sound more like a verse or let's take away that is it too much here? Is it, are the songs too long? Like and just by working with different people within the last couple of years and even working with Courtney Ballard, like you know, since November, it's just, it's crazy the amount of work I think we put in subconsciously mm -hmm. into writing our own like, songs where it's like we know already. Yeah. You know, peaks we, and, we, peaks yeah. and valleys. Peaks like, and valleys, yeah. Peaks and valleys. That's what it is. Like there's dynamic. It's not just like in the mountain the whole way. You're just in that like smooth drive and then you hit the mountain, which is the chorus, and then you're back down again. 
Like that's that's kind of like one thing we really stuck by with uh, with these new songs for he's, sure. He's definitely going to be. I mean, I would hope that uh, he continues to be your producer. Uh, oh, for, oh for, man, you know he's, what I mean. He's the best. Oh. He's such a cool he, dude. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just talking to Adam and I was like, before we got on this call, I was like, man, we just like can't work with anybody else. Like it was just such a pleasure. It was yeah. just an absolute pleasure to work with that guy, yep. man. And just like, I've never felt more comfortable in a studio with anybody else. 100%. And it was just easy. It was easy. Oh, and I love that for the you. way, yeah. And just the way that he records, just like no pressure, man. Like it's yeah. just so smooth. He just gets the band too, which is Amazing. That, that, and that, that <laughs> was this is the first time I think we've ever between management or you know different producers we'd you know work with over the past few years. Um, this is the first guy who actually like sat down and got it, and was just mm -hmm. like, oh wow, like you know, just do this or yeah. you know, like, and it, it was just so easy. It was just so. And it's just like wow, like these songs are actually translating the way we want them to for mm -hmm. once. You know, and it's that that alone was the best feeling as an artist that I've I'd ever had in my life. You know, hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's refreshing. Like it's just a it's a breath of fresh air that you're like, oh my god, like sure. I can be comfortable within this studio and such. And and a lot of the bands that he's also worked with too, like I can kind of relate to the sound of Phantoms. Um, like when I first heard uh, Backburn, that was the first song I listened to. Uh, I immediately went to Emerosa, Rivals, and Paris. Like it just kind of like a plethora of like that kind of like sound and vibe and such. But um, oh. it's dude, and especially when he's worked with bands like Emerosa and such, like it just it just I don't know. It all makes sense. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it totally makes sense that we were you know we would end up working with them. But I think now more or less the the next five songs that we're planning to come out is just like. Man, for once, I feel like a structured ass band, dude. Mm -hmm. Like I feel more connected to this band. And the, we had talked about it before, like even going to him or like when we, what, what was that, Adam? Like when we first heard Paper like, Flowers, it's like, yeah. man, we should like change the band name because this yeah, is yeah. nothing. Like, yeah, you know, you go three years and you don't do anything, and everything on social media was taken down. You know, we broke mm -hmm. up. Like it was, yeah, it was a bad. Yeah. It, a bad it, it was like it ended like a bad relationship. You know, mm -hmm. you take pictures of your ex down, and it's just like, <laughs> and then you, you take everything down on social media, and that's then ultimately that's what a band is. It's, it's yeah, a relationship it between a few people. Yeah, you know? It's a relationship and a business. It really is. It is. It, it really is. is all tied in. And and I think taking all of that down kind of hurt us for a little while. And that's the thing that we're kind of still dealing with when it, in, in terms of numbers. Yeah. And absolutely. I think when you pull up our Spotify and all that stuff, it's just like, man, like, well, your numbers are low and uh, we're going to get that. Don't worry about that, though. You'll pick up the momentum back up. Um and like that's what happened with poeta like we went on a hiatus like we never broke mm -hmm. up but we went on hiatus and like right. after warp tour like you lose all that momentum you go from like people listening to you all the time it's like it's been two years what the fuck are you heads yeah. doing like <laughs> yeah dude we we put out like we put out one song and it was hotel and literally republic records wanted to sign us and like that was a whole crazy year like it was wild yeah so in retrospect uh between every member 
that has you know written and recorded on this ep that's coming out soon um is there a lot of uh mutual influences with musicians or artists when it comes to writing phantom phantoms uh discography and adding to oh, it oh man i mean for that for i mean yeah we we all love the same stuff like yeah. Alyssa, Alyssa and Macau, like <laughs> They will <laughs> yeah, me and Macau are just very. We're 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 more like um, uh, love R and B. Like we we love like Kaylani, Daniel Caesar, like oh, her, Daniel like Caesar, yeah. yeah, man. Like we we rip stuff like that, and like Macau is just such a great guitar player too, man. Like I'm, I'm just like so lucky to have like such you know incredible bandmates. Um, but but just our influences kind of vary and like we're lovers of just music in general That's awesome. but but i don't think i don't i don't know about you adam but like no. i don't know if you, you like, like sit on yeah mikhail loves his like r&b like acoustic yeah. little like cool like chords man he's like he's a chord lover and adam loves like you know night game go off yeah, dude. like go I, off yeah. well anyway like you like that you two would sit on my couch like and you would literally just watch every like R and B artist and like yeah. every and you're like, yeah. did you ever hear blah blah blah? And I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking. Like, is that did you just make that up? <laughs> That's cool. And like, it's like all great, but it's like I listen to like the Night Game, the Midnight. Yeah, just like, can you just play a British guy with like a yeah, like yeah, like I love Oasis, like Liam Ooh. Gallagher, like, shit, like throwback. Yeah, like it's like Sam Fender. Yeah, Sam Fender. It, basically, if you're Killers. British, I love yeah, you. like yeah. Killers Biffy. aren't British. <laughs> well, well, they Biff. sound British. Or no, they, they sound British. British. What are they like? Yeah. Fifty Clyro. Fifty Clyro is one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah, uh, rep it. I love Catfish and the Bottlemen, like UK band. Don Broco, Def Havana, like Don Broco. My God, yeah. I saw them yeah. live. They were opening up for Dance Gavin Dance. Woo! Do you like incredible. it? Incredible. Yeah, oh, they're oh, they're good. amazing. I'm yeah. gonna pull up the see what the album. I really called fire to him. Um, Dude, I, I remember. I, I remember going to Front Street Cafe, and it I was walking. Yeah. I was walking across the street, and I saw the singer for Don Broco, That's and so I like cool. kick myself to this day to not like go over. And say like, go, dude, what's up? Like, I'm like, wow, it's like, like this guy's real, and like he's in Philly. This is like wild, man. That is wild. Oh, dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, that was the show. It was at the uh, ugh, the Franklin Music Hall. Rest in peace, Electric Factory. Um, <laughs> I, I can't that's stand the, that. One, that's the one place in Philly we haven't played. Yeah, really. Yeah. So TLA, Milk I've, Boy. Well, I, I think yeah, I've done. No, we've done. We didn't do TLA. Yeah, we didn't do TLA. I've we done did Milk before. Boy. We did Fillmore. We did Ortley's. We everywhere. Ortley, we did Union Transfer, BB&T. Technically not Philly. Underground Arts. Yeah. Oh, I I've never been to Underground Arts, but I heard it's rough. <laughs> I, I liked it. I thought it was really. Yeah, I thought it was sweet. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. It's got a nice grunge like vibe to it. And shit. I, it's sick. It's yeah. sick. I like it. Yeah, Technology was the recent album that came out, that, which was pretty good. That was with the yeah. they were touring on that album, but Automatic like really yeah, sucked auto, me in, dude. Automatic is my shit. Yo, that's your shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, it is. It's a game changer. Like, yo, yo, Don Broco is Adam's shit. Dude. I know. I love it. <laughs> I had that. I had a. I, I I was playing him in the car with uh, with my girlfriend the other day, and she was like, "What is this?" Like, and I'm like, "Oh, it's like Don Broco." She's like. Turn it off. I'm like, what? no, no. I was gonna say, I was like, hopefully you're gonna say like, this is what having sex no. like through an audio perspective is like. Just listening to Don Broco. I know oh, I shit, threw under the bus, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's oh. cool. 
Damn, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, that was a good show. Um, <laughs> I'm losing track because, like, you know, for some reason, Alyssa, I kind of get like a little folk vibes in your vocals. I don't know why. Do yeah, just a little bit. Like, it's nothing prominent, but I definitely well, that's cool, like, man. hear that. I think I've heard you know, like somebody had given me like a Fiona Apple reference before, and okay. I was like whoa like that's different like i've never gotten that before people always say like pink a lot a lot that of that makes sense okay that um, makes sense. that's cool with me man like yeah, you have a I massive range that's i think that's why i kind of like heard it like slightly i don't know but your range is I definitely I, there i have um so i grew up on like you know obviously the now from huh. from now that's music from one to I don't know how, however many it is now. Four hundred and nine. Like, <laughs> all the all the pop hits, you know. And I just always, I always sung along to Monica, Brandy, um, Pink, and then the list goes on, you know. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah. Funny, maybe. Go, yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, no female vocalist, but I also sung along to like male vocalists. Like I grew up on Boyz II Men. I also grew up mm. on Frank Sinatra, D. Martin, like you know, and. Um, so the list goes on for me, but I think, I think ultimately what it, what it comes down to is I watched a lot of music change in my life and I was always scared to sing. I don't think I ever took myself serious enough as a singer up until, you know, the late two thousands when my, all my friends were playing in bands mm -hmm. and I watched, I watched my friends sing and I was like, man, I'm better. Am I better? <laughs> and, and like, and it, it, I just, I came to this like, point where i'm just like i could do that i think i could do that i did talent shows and i was like fifth grade like singing destiny's child I'm like i'm i'm sure oh, i can yeah. like front a band like <laughs> and that's cool and then it took me to hear like johnny craig mm -hmm. as a singer who was like fronting a rock band so for me at that time what i was listening to was like screamo bands and like all these things that were like very relevant in my scene at the time but I loved, I had this heart for this music and it uh, took this guy to kind of like, I was like, holy shit. Like it, it, it just like merged for me <laughs> and it like clicked in my head and I'm like, this could work. This could work. And it, it took that guy for me to realize that like I could front a band. Honestly. Awesome. Yeah. As, a, as, yeah, a vocalist, isn't that crazy? He, revolution, he revolutionized like, the vocals. hundred percent. hundred percent. He, he really did it. I mean, you he's know? a shitty person, but <laughs> yeah, from his sure. fantastic fucking, um, his fantastic, uh, oh yeah, man. I, I, I still like, uh, people still, you know, I, still I don't know from time to time. And I, th yeah. I, th I think that, I think that he gets a lot of hate, but I think a lot of people get hate in this industry, but for what he did for me as a vocalist, you know, if I never heard him, I wouldn't be singing the way I'm singing. I don't think I would exactly. ever have like, I don't think I would ever had the balls to like join a band, mm -hmm. you know, and especially as heavy as it was, because when I first started singing, I joined a band that was heavy, heavy. <laughs> and I was almost blowing my voice out every night that oh, we played a show, no. you know, and just like because I wanted to sing as hard as him because mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to be a female vocalist. I wanted to be better than every female and I wanted to be better than every male in that genre. So I was doing double the work, you know, I mean, you're definitely doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> your vocals are phenomenal. So that's a good inspiration. But, yeah. But but what I've learned over the years is just like I don't have to do all that, you know, yeah. and it's just like you, you don't have to scream until your voice is gone. Just you have to. 
you have to mesh the presence of the vocal and like where it it matches the guitars and yeah. and and where yeah 100% and less is more name. less is more and that's that's the quote that Adam 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 and I always just say on repeat less is more for everything yep. you know yeah it's very true especially when you're bringing out the fullness of that that specific song or that specific part that's what sure yeah you know, dude you, you, you guys are nailing it on the head now it's like that's... we just want to like be like walk the moon and like neon trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh cool. let's go i love yeah, that that's shit. Like, yeah it's cool that's like yeah. equally as a band we all agree like walk the moon neon trees like that's that's the vibe like that's great. love it but also like i love like after laughter paramore like you know i i talk with like a cow all the time the other guitar player and like you know, we we have this like love for just rock bands that make their presence on like you know Billboard or whatever, whatever the case may be on radio. And if this is what rock music is now, like, and I'm not saying I'm changing my sound just to get on the radio, but it's just like, man, I really do love this shit. Right. I really, really do. And I really do. And I kind of, I've fallen deeper in love with it the more I listen to it. And it's just like, you know, the shit is hard. Yes. It is hard. But the end result is just like, I don't, I don't do it to impress anybody or whatever. It's just like, I've grown so deep uh-huh. in love with this radio, pop, rock, whatever. And it's just like, man, and just to see the numbers and people really, really love it and like smile yeah they like smile when like they hear the song and it's just like that undeniable i can put it in front of your grandma yeah yeah, yeah. Or and like that that's the, like that's the ultimate joy you know because i've been in bands where like i played music and people are like whoa what the fuck? <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't understand a thing you're saying yeah and 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 i remember every word that people say to me you know yeah I, I and i still do and i critique myself so much and I do, and but I've learned from it, and it's like it only made me a better singer, it only made me a better writer, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like people, th- that's what makes music great is is people listen to it and they give you feedback. And as an artist, I think you can go, well, fuck them, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what I want, mm. and this is, I feel this is gonna work because we believe in it. Or you can say. I understand how you feel and I appreciate that. And it's like subconsciously you bury that. And it's like, man, it really does pay off sometimes to say, ah, I can't understand your singer. Well, every single time I go in a studio, I work on pronunciation now. And like, I don't do it because people fucking keep saying it and they're like, whoa, it'd be a better fucking song if I can. (laughs) No, but like I take every little critique and i try to you know i try to make it better and not just doing it for the listener because it pays off for me as an artist mm-hmm. ultimately it, it could you save know? a lot of wear and tear on your vocal cords it can save it a saves lot of, a, like exa- oh my right. god yeah dude. the exhaustion oh my yeah god. i'm not a vocalist so i wouldn't know you know what i mean so i just hit but, but it, it makes me feel good and it, it's it's almost like yo i should be proud to sing these words Fuck yeah. i should Absolutely. be proud and I, and I want people to sing them back. I was going to say, when you know? do they sing them back, you know? <laughs> That's going to be a you know, oh, man. wild situation. Dude, when, when I um, I think we played, like, Voltage Lounge, there was, there was a bunch of people singing, like, the words for Hotel. Nice. Like, and I was I like, that. I was like, wow. Like, I've, I've never experienced that in my, like, 
dude, I just like, I want to cry right now. Like that's so incredible. Cause like, incredible. I don't even understand the shit that I'm fucking saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I yo, people like, yeah. Like, and, yeah. and that's, that's what it, that that's what music is all about. It's just like, you know, people want to relate to it and like, they want to fucking hear your words. They want to, they, they, they want a story, man. I'm just so proud of this new stuff. Like, how did how did you feel, uh, George? Like from Paper Flowers to like the old stuff. Let's put you on the spot for a minute there. Oh, <laughs> I definitely have more of a warm, uh, atmospheric, um, brighter tone and brighter uh, structure within the songs in itself. Um, because some of the older some of the older discography, like you know, Backburner, I keep going back to that that has a little grit to it. That's got yeah. a little like in your face rock and roll stuff, and that's that's like sure. my type of vibe. Uh, with Paper Flowers, <laughs> I think it's really, I think it's really intricate. Like I, I love it, it. It's it's a beautiful song. Like it's more so on the prettier sounding side than it is with some of your other stuff too. I mean, you have the acoustic song, which is really cool too. But you know, this is this is definitely different for sure. I think <laughs> I think it's incredible. Um, I'm kind of like I'm gonna go like you know kind of go back a little bit in conversation because. We can talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, I just want to put something out there. I just want to see what you guys are thinking, more specifically Alyssa. Um, but I, I did recently have uh, Matt McAndrew from Slaves on. He is, you know, replacing yeah. Johnny Craig um, yeah. for Slaves. They're changing their name. It's great. Um, he's He was more um, prominently known when he was actually on The Voice. The Voice, and yeah. And did that, and I think he was like runner-up or something like that, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he did super well on that. Yeah, yeah, he did super well. Have you ever yeah, thought I remember... or taken into consideration <laughs> of doing those shows? Fuck no. No? <laughs> Fuck no. What, no. Are you our old manager from 2015? <laughs> 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 um, be, be, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to explain why. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes, um, to being like, and I don't consider myself the greatest and I don't, you know, um, I'm just super hard on myself, but mm. I don't think I could sit in, uh, you know, in front of like national television and like sing somebody else's songs for like X amount of months. Mm -hmm. And like, by all means, like that'll get you like a following, whatever. And like, uh, there's absolutely no hate, but before we got on this call, I'd like I'd mentioned um, if you ever listened to the uh, Rose Golan podcast with um, Linda Perry, but she had talked about you know the voice and like why she disagrees with like American Idol and like there's so many things against like artists like authenticity, um, because it's like you're bred to know how to sing this certain way and like right. what makes a pop vocal and you know, you're just recreating at this point. And it's just like, yo, where's your voice for a show that says the voice, you know? <laughs> yeah. I agree with you 100%. Um, um, yeah, I, Dave Grohl said it, at it, best, he, you know, I, I don't know his quote, but I'm going to paraphrase him, but he does not like those shows. I think it kind of devalues sometimes depending on the vocalist and like how they go about the show. But those shows just, they ream them in like it's a fucking. Uh, well, it is, like and a, it's all it's all it's all fucking set up to. It's all set up. Kind of, it's all set up, and and it's more about um someone's story than it is Correct. an actual singer. Correct. And um, if you ever heard of uh the producer Rick Diado, he goes over it with a bunch of people, 
on his side and like you know a bunch of educated like musicians who uh, have like been through the ringer and um you know one one of the podcasts was just like why we bash american idol and like why this is bad for like artists and music in general and and essentially what they say is just like you know when you go on these shows as a viewer you don't realize what's going on behind the scenes right. and they had said you know in the interview I know people that are just such great musicians that don't miss a lick and they go on that show and they had said my your sword, your my my in my in ears were fucking funky that night and like they don't miss a lick in general in the studio the great great vocalists and they say like I felt like I couldn't hear the piano enough. And it's just like, are you setting me the fuck up? Like, right, you exactly. know, mm -hmm. for I television, it's like, are you having so, a bad night? And as a viewer, you're like, oh, that fucking guy sucks. That guy's <laughs> having like, but you don't think of it as like a human fucking being. And like people have vocalists have bad nights, you know, right, we cancel exactly. tours. Like there's, there's nights that we can't perform just as, as well. And it's just like, you can't be perfect all the time, you know? And that, that's what we're bred to believe. I have, I'm not, no names, but I know people that have gone on there and it's, they're like, okay, so like we found you and you, we know you're going to be moved to the next round. And like, you know, it's, it's all set up. Like they're right. like, before they even get there, they know they're going to Hollywood and it's like, you know, and then I've also had friends that were really good and they were like, yeah, but your story's not interesting enough. And it's like. Dude, it's all fake. It's a TV show. It's not like, like they know who wins. Well, I mean, they're trying to get numbers too. You know? right. It's the same thing with like Ink Master. Like I have a fuck ton of friends that have been on there. They know who won that show before they even signed up. Correct. Like, exactly. It's television. It is television. It's a completely different industry. And there's a lot of things yep. to take into perspective. But I agree with Alyssa 100% on the authenticity. That's, there's none of that there. Um, and then yeah, and it's like, what do you, what do you do? Get a record contract? No. Yeah, but like those records. They set you up with somebody sketchy. who's writing your songs. It's not. It's not. No, you know who they fucking threw Kelly Clarkson in with? Goddamn Max Martin. Jesus Christ. Who's a that. goddamn genius? Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. That's Since wild. you've been gone. Since you've been gone. Yeah. Who wrote it? I, and 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 <laughs> if I told my mom Kelly Clarkson. Didn't write since you. I just told her this the other night. Kelly Clarkson did not write since you've been gone. Right. <laughs> she exactly. was like, "What? Wait, like, what? Yeah, people yeah, don't understand. Like, like so, so these, the, and I'm not. But this is just. I'm not talking shit on like the rest of the world. But it's just like being in this industry. You know that everything is fucking fake. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's ghostwriters for a reason. So, so now on Spotify, I'm just like, oh, let, let, let's go look at like the artist's like credits. Like mm -hmm. that's the best thing. Because it's like, click on a Beyonce song and see how many people were in the room when they wrote a song. And it's like, it's not easy. It takes a team of people to write these bangers, man. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. You know? my, my producer did Golden Fields. He's out in Cali right now. Bruce. Congratulations to him. He just released Electric by Katy Perry. Like, he was a huge part of that song, you know? Yeah. The 25-year Pokemon anniversary. But, like, although they get credit, like, people don't understand, like, it, it sometimes it takes a team like that to do that. It's, it is. It's always a team, man. It's mm -hmm. always a team. Wait, was, he, was, uh, was Bruce in, like, an acoustic duo or something? Yeah, Philly? The Weekend Riot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know him. I love so, them. Funny story. The first Phantoms practice was without Alyssa. 
because she wasn't in the band at the time because it was this other singer. We did it at Bruce's studio. No way. That's where we yeah. record our album. Get oh, the fuck funny. out of here. Yeah. Small yeah. world. Yeah, he's up in like, well, his parents moved now, so, and he's in California, but it was like in the Newtown area for sure. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that guy. Was there. The that's was the professional there. I was talking about where he like kind of oh, sat okay, me yeah. down and was like, dude, if you want this to be a really good album, I'm going to need you to listen to me. I'm like, you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I won't be a stubborn shit, prick. Man. You know what I mean? He knows what yeah. he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a good, he's a good fucking dude. Yeah, I was just curious. I mean, no, like, I, <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm not your manager from 2015. No. I don't. That that is the yeah. most common you're, way for managers to sell you out. You're already doing a better job, so you're already doing a better job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had nightmares with managers too. I I know how that's like, oh, but yeah. I know, especially when you do something that take credit for it. I'm like, excuse me, yeah. no, <laughs> I signed us up for Warped Tour, dude. Like, don't don't be saying that shit. Yeah. Um, so it's like, dude, I take all the photos. I do like all the graphics. I do. I direct the videos. Like, do you really? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's man. incredible. That's all, that's all Adam, man. Jesus Christ, man of all hats. That's yeah. I, 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 I thoroughly, ugh, I, I appreciate that part of it, like the art, because that's the not easy stuff. It's a, but, mm. but it is. It's it's so important, you know. Yeah. It is. Yeah, like so I have an, I have a BFA from like um, Westchester University in PA, so that's mm-hmm. like kind of where I get it all from. Fuck yeah, no, that's awesome. There's there's a lot of DIY bands that like you would, it just you know it's gonna get expensive when you see some of their graphics, mm-hmm. but then when I I appreciate it more when like I find out that it's in house because it's yeah, dude, yeah. like you don't see a lot of that anymore. You know what I mean? Like my intro is made for my friend Cliff. Like that's fine. Like that's a one time thing, but. I can't do those graphics. I can do the yeah, simple like, stuff. You know what I mean? But it's like we got to spend the money on the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's to true. Put that out there. It's mm-hmm. true. Um, like that stuff. True. That stuff matters to me more. Like just going to somebody, like that's just such a professional, and like, you know, it just really does make a world of difference. Yep. No, it really does. Um, now that the EP is completely done and it's set in stone and it's there, and I've already heard one song off of it um essentially we're assuming the world is going to be opening up in fall of 2021 let's Uh, let's hope so (laughs) that's what it's looking towards to be and i think if it's fair to say that everybody gets a fair equal opportunity to get the vaccine like then yeah then we can open up the world because there's going to be half the half this country in america yeah man it's it's, it's getting ready yeah, so I mean, tours are being set, festivals are being played. There's there's some shows going on right now. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a little skeptical about. Those. I know, I know. Well, we we don't play out. I mean, like, even with the cover stuff, like I would never t- take the mm-hmm. opportunity to do it because it's just it's just not worth it's not worth yeah. somebody else's health or like life yeah, yeah. for me to yeah. You know, I put wanna, I want to make sure every everything's like safe and like it's it's gonna be worth it and like you know no one's gonna get sick like I. That's a whole other thing, you know? Yeah. And we also have, like, the, all these songs are new. So uh, mm-hmm. everything is going to take a slow build. And, like, we had just finished. And now the world's opening up. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. we have this time to kind of, like, perfect the video that's in, like, you know, a couple of weeks. And, mm-hmm. and then there's so many follow-ups. And, it, yeah. and everybody who's been, like, itching and ready to get on shows who kind of has more of you know they they kind of have more of like a buzz than we do like let them run their course and when mm-hmm. shows are completely ready 
to open up and be safe and yeah, we'll whatever. Like we're out. Like we're very, very, very much ready. And I'd love to play out in LA. Like I'm sure Adam would love to come back to PA. Like mm-hmm. you know, and New York and. And there's the, I can't wait for people to hear paper flowers and like, you know, it's going to feel whole again for once, you yep. know? Yeah. That's awesome. I was thinking like maybe hopefully by that time phantoms would be on the road. I don't know what. Hey, I would, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that too. Have Shit. you toured like more than like a month at a time? Uh, we've actually never toured as this band, so okay, for sure. You just play really, I... really big shows that sell out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Play, play really big shows with like fifteen thousand people. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. That's it, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder on the lawn. No big deal. I love the one-offs. Like I've done like like the serious like alt nation tour like in a different band before that I was just like the live guy and like that was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I can't wait till it's like like Phantoms gets that chance, you know, like in you know, we'll have like the month long tour that's like for alt nation. And like, I, I think it's, it's definitely possible. And it's definitely going to happen. I, I believe it. Like, it's just like, yeah. way, you can think it, it's going to happen. So, and like, we always think big picture, never small picture. Like mm-hmm. I already know a bunch of places like we're going to play in LA. Like it's, I can't wait for that moment. Yeah. hundred percent. Like chain reaction. Thank God that venue is still running. I was worried we were going to lose that one. You know, yeah, right. I, we almost the, lost Voltage Lounge, too. The, so. the Troubadour, man. I was real scared about the Troubadour. Yeah, it, it was... Now that we're trying to see some kind of normalcy again, maybe maybe things will go back to normal. We'll see. Maybe uh, there are talks of people that are having the idea that maybe there will be uh, more venues than ever now um, because when the world opens back up. I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just I mean, so I much right. theory, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Man, and I hope they are. You know, yeah. I hope I really, really hope that that happens. And I think I think when it does open back up, I think people are gonna be, you know, in that period of oh, holy shit, man, I miss this fucking so much. And then you're gonna like see like a rise for you know, it's just like opening up a new social media platform, and like people are all over it, and then it's just like fizzles out and like it's back to normal and like everything's lit and then you have to like really start grinding again but but i think for the most part i think the next few years i i especially for bands and live shows i think this is going to be this is going to be peak for us you know and and it couldn't have happened like recording with courtney like you know and starting this band back up and unfortunately everything that had happened but but holy shit man we're gonna come back with a bang yeah, you know? uh, and a lot of bands are. 100%. And a lot of bands are. Sure. Yep. Um, but I, again, uh, I, I, th- thank you for the both of you stopping by. This was incredible. Oh, yeah. um, oh thank you the, so much, man. The Thanks music is incredible. Them. And I can't wait for this EP. You know, I can flex that <laughs> I already listened to Paper Flowers, you know, four or five times in an hour before I start talking uh, yeah, to you two. So, you know right. what I mean? Now I'm just going to oh, yeah. sign off on this, play it, and kind of just, you know. Just, just show off a bit. I don't know. I'll, I'll send you the other song, too. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Uh, hopefully, no. when I'm fully vaccinated, I'll come hang in Philly. We'll have a couple drinks and such. Oh, hell and, yeah, man. Come hang out with you know us. I mean? Me, you, yeah. you know. Julia. We'll all chill. Yeah, Julia. Dude, again, <laughs> uh, while I'm on air, dude, thank you again, Julia. <laughs> <laughs>